Welcome to the anointed teaching preached at Church 316, the youth arm of the Fountain of Life Church. We hope that you be blessed as you listen to this message. Amen. Let's quickly open our Bible to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting from verses 18. 1 Corinthians, I bless God that um, while um, I was preparing for this um, sermon, I, I, I needed God to lead me, to lead me to, to materials. Amen. Ah, People had spoken truths. Charles Spurgeon, I, somehow I found myself reading it. Um, A.W. Toza, uh, is it Toza or something like that? Yes. Yes, I found myself reading him, led me to, even led us to many of the things that I've heard in the church also. And then thank God for the Holy Spirit that is always revealing all these truths. You know, there is nothing that the Holy Spirit cannot reveal to you and I. So that is why you see, God, see, we, I know one thing. If God tells you something through your pastor, God would also come to you and confirm that particular word. Your pastor is not the one that will confirm a particular word. God in himself is able to tell you that this and this. God is able. First Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18. It says, I'm reading from the KJV. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. And will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Bible says, and it says, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Hallelujah. For the Jews require a sign. And the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews, unto the Jews, a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. Now this is where it gets interesting. But unto them which are called, let me take it again. But unto them which are called, both the Jews and the Greeks, Christ is the power of God. And Christ is the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. But let me go back to verse 24. It says, But unto them which are called, both the Jews and the Greek, Christ is the power of God. And Christ is the wisdom of God. It makes me come to this place. I'm looking at it from this angle first. Christ. If we break the word Christ, it means the anointed, the anointed one, right? Christos, right? Um, by word Wednesday people, Christos, right? Christ, the anointed one, the anointing. But you know one thing that while I was studying this Bible, yeah, I know I'm called, I know I am this, I know I'm that, but I don't think it had really occurred to me that I also am like a representation of that Christ, the anointing. Because when it says in this scripture, um, that do my prophets. What's, what's that scripture? Can you guys help me? Touch not my prophet and do. Yes. Do the what? And do my anointed, my anointed ones now. So let me ask you, who are the anointed that God was talking about here? 
you and I. So sometimes when we see Christ, so Christ as a person is the anointed. Then also there is this part of Christ that it is the anointed where you and I come together. I've forgotten that part in the scripture that says something about, and this kingdom shall be the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. There's a scripture that says about, that talks about that. I think somewhere in the book of Revelations, it talks about that there's this kingdom, that this kingdom has become the kingdom of our God, of, of, of our Lord, and also of his anointed. Of his anointed. And that is you and I. But then it makes us to ask this question. How do you even know that you are called? The truth is, every one of us should understand that you and I are being called. We are called. We are called. There's always a call upon everyone's life. That's the truth. There's always a call upon everyone's life. You want a call to be heard, a call to be listened to, a call to be with someone, a call to get some things done. There's always a call. But you know something I understand about the call of God? God's call can be general and also God's call can be specific. I am still going to verse um, 24. I'm just trying to, hey. God's call can be general and God's call can be specific. That is why if I want to call um, HOD dollars, it can be very, very specific. As you are, I, I I can pick up my phone and say, I want to call someone. And then I make it, okay, bam, specific. A call has gone straight to her. But then there is the general one. The Bible says, go ye into the world. That's a call. A call for evangelism. It's telling us, everybody go. Everybody go. A general one. But now look at it about this call. It is now our choice. I can call it to the dollars right now. And it is left to her if she wants to pick my call. Ignore my call or decide to say, no, I'm going to call him later. So sometimes you wonder why some things do not work. Sometimes God, you know, in this scripture we said God sometimes does some things. It looks as if it is foolish. But you don't even understand that it is wisdom. God is, God is indeed, some, God sometimes just tries to reach out to us. But then we have our way of saying no at our own time. But that's not where I'm going to. The power. So, I don't, I'm trying to, um, because of time. Okay, so verse 24. It says, Verse 24 says that, but we preach, but, um, but unto, unto them which are called both Jews and Greek, Christ is the power, and also Christ is all. Christ is also the wisdom. You know, it's so f- funny that I stumbled also into a message that was also talking about it because I spent a lot, lot of my time looking at the book of Proverbs. I know time might not allow us to go into the book of Proverbs, but then let me tell you, before I go into the, God's power can be shown in two different parts. That is, he's telling us that God's power can come, and God can show himself through his power and also through his wisdom, as said in the Bible, right? But then, let, me go, let us go to, um, what's it called? The call first. We know that wisdom, I was telling someone yesterday that, do we understand that wisdom is always everywhere around us? Wisdom personified is who? Wisdom personified is our Lord and Savior, Jesus. But wisdom is always, always, always there. I like one of the um, passages, I think it's in Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs 2, verse 6. Proverbs 2, verse 6. Proverbs, Proverbs 2, I hope, I hope it's the one. Proverbs 2, verse 6. Okay, yeah. 
No, 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 sorry. Proverbs 1. Proverbs 1. Not Proverbs 2. We'll get, get to Proverbs 2. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20. Let's, let's look at something there. Let's look at something there. What's, what does it say? Can we just read it from uh, those of us that have opened? What does wisdom, wisdom do? Where does wisdom cry out from? In the street, right? Let's go again to um, continue. She cries where again? Can you look at it? A, a, a portion of the Bible says, wisdom, wisdom cries out in the busy place. It cries out. Another translation says, wisdom cries out in traffic. Let us not even look at it. Let us bring it literally to our... Imagine that time when you are saying, who are you? How many of us drive cars and you use your horn to abuse the person that is... Because you don't want to... Uh, uh, yeah. You, you know that this pim, pim, pim you are doing in your mind is something is wrong with you. That pim, pim, pim is something is wrong with you. But look at it. The Bible says even in the busiest place, in the most busy place that you can ever. He said wisdom is there telling us to do what? To do the right thing. Wisdom is always crying out. Wisdom always crying out. It stands at the front. It stands in the market, marketplace, the center. It is always... Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following me? All right. Amen. So, let us also look at, okay, so this is it. I'm trying to cut everything. So, how do we get wisdom? How do we get wisdom? We definitely know, according to the Bible says, if any one of you lack wisdom, you should do what? Ask, according to James chapter 1. But you know the thing that I love about that James chapter 1? It was talking about trials and tribulations from the beginning of the verse. It was like, where you count it all joy when you go through trials and this and tribulations. I say, yes, you know, we always get excited and say, count it all joy when you go through all this thing. But yeah, James went further and he said, then, even at that place where you are counting it, counting it joy, counting it as all joy, he said, if any one of you, can it be? Some of us does not have that wisdom. What did this tell us to do? He said, let him ask. You see, the power, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, the power of God can deliver. But you see, what totally sets you free is wisdom. What totally, see, I can, our fitness um, enthusiast said, said something. Those are words, those are words. See, you could, I, I, am, I could be sick and then I take drugs, I get well. But probably it was something that made me get sick. But I, I, I took drugs and I prayed to God, God heal me, this and God did fantastic. He did, what he, saw, he, he did what he is known to do. And then, I now go back to that particular thing. Would you call God? Would you say that God is that God did not heal you? Would we say that God is unfaithful? But can you see the power of God, that dimension? God unto us, it is the power of God, and also it is the wisdom of God. So many times, many of us are always so about the power. We want the power, we want the power, we want the power. It's good, get the power. But in getting the power, also ask for wisdom. I think there was one time like this, our pastor was trying to tell us the um, definition of wisdom, that wisdom is probably the ability, um, the ability to apply the knowledge that, that, uh, that you have gotten. I go to school. 
I gained knowledge. Wisdom will teach you that you should sit down and continue to study so that you can ace your exams. So sometimes it is not just about the power of God. It is also about the, both the power of God and also the wisdom of God. Because for unto us, Christ is revealed to us as both what? The power of God and also the wisdom of God. Let's go to Proverbs chapter. I'm trying to I'll round up in five minutes. I'm just trying to take a lot of stuff. You know, last week, last week, last week Sunday, when Pro- Proverbs chapter 8, last week Sunday, why pastor was also preaching and she spoke about Naaman. Remember when she spoke about Naaman, Naaman that we were talking about the obedience, how Naaman, well, Naaman was a guy that was, that had leprosy, right? Yeah, right? That they told him to dip himself into the river, yeah, the Samaria river for like seven times. Did you see how the power of God was in display and also the wisdom. See, you see, unto us, unto some men in this world, the wisdom of God is what? Foolishness. I remember in school, I attended, a, um, I attended Rema, um, Rema Chapel. But then, when we had this gathering, they told us to come with spoon. We should come with spoon. What do you want to use spoon to do? Come with spoon. To come and use spoon to do what? And when we got to church, they told us that spoon is going to be our weapon of warfare. Ah, uh, uh, what's the meaning of that? Spoon is going to be our weapon of warfare. What is going, spoon is supposed, you know now, students, anytime they come with spoon, you're thinking of um, love feast, love feast. But do you know what? And into the service, they now told us, take that spoon, look for any metal rod, metal rod, and start to eat that spoon. Do you know we made, we did it. It was foolish to us. We didn't even know what was going to happen. So you see, the, of course, you know those boys that will still come to school. Like, hey, let us just come and see what is going on in the church. Let's go, ah, our church, our boys. All those boys that will sit down at the back, they always come. Ten minutes to the end of service. They just want to come and dance and drop their offering. But all of them were there. But they were doing it exactly. And we did. Pa, 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 made a loud noise. The whole of school gates said what was going on. Unknown to us, there were spiritual forces that was up. If you know Ikiti very well, I do Ikiti, you will know what I'm talking about. And while we were, and when the service ended, people were going on their way. And do you know those that went one way, like there's a way to the right that goes to another hostel, those that goes to the another, and those that took the right, they kind of fell down. They started crying. They started shouting that they were in pains, that they were in pains, they were in pains, they were in pains. What is going on? They rushed the person back to church. It was even one of the pastors. They rushed that back to church. And it just made perfect sense to us that what we just did was actually a spiritual battle. We had already done what? Won the battle. But God just wanted to show that this was what would have happened. Unknown to us, see, there are powers, but God passed everybody. Proverbs, that's what I say, is food. How do you, how, how, what's the, what's the wisdom, what's, what's the wisdom behind telling the children of um, Israel to go around, what, Jericho? Sometimes they will tell you, they would, um, the pastor would declare three days fasting and prayer. And you are trying to think about it. We see, wisdom of God transcends, it's, it's, see, it is against the logic, the reasoning, and every philosophy of man. It is against it. Hallelujah. Hey, two minutes, two minutes. 
Hallelujah. Are you following me? Are you getting something? Hallelujah. Wisdom, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1, it says, Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice. But let me quickly jump to a particular place. Benefits of wisdom. And just thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit just said something right now. I told him that if it is important, he should remind me. Um, and this is it. So before I knew I was going to prepare for this, I'd been, before I knew I was going to minister, I'd been preparing ahead, and God just told me about the book of records. And so while I was studying and I was going through the materials that I had, it came out again. So in the book of records, sometimes in the book of records, you're not the one that writes it, it's somebody that writes it for you. And now, so this is where I'm going to. So there's someone here, it looks as if that your name had been mentioned in a particular place for a particular um, position or for a particular office or your name had just been mentioned for it. And it looks as, your name had been mentioned, but it looks as if the thing did not come true. It looks as if you've been forgotten. God is saying that he's going to send men and they will open that book of records and you'll be called back in the name of Jesus. Please, when it happens, come and give the testimony in church. Do not keep it. That is it. So what's benefit of wisdom? I'm running right now. Um, number one, it dresses you with royalty. And that was when I got that scripture of when, I, I don't know, during our prayer, we spoke about um, grave clothes. Can you remember, who remember when we were talking about grave clothes and Lazarus was bound, he was bound and when he came out, when he, the power of God it brought him out of the, of the grave. But do you know what they said? He was still bound. He was still bound with grave clothes. And you know, Lazarus wouldn't have been able to express himself and Jesus said, remove the grave clothes. And do you know what? When that is the wisdom of God at work there, remove the grave clothes so that it can set them free. So that I can set um, Lazarus free. But do you know what wisdom does? If you go through that book of Proverbs chapter 8, you will see whereby wisdom dresses you up with royalty. For you are a royal priesthood. You are, you are God. You are from God. You belong to the kingdom of God. Wisdom does that. It dresses you up. And also, wisdom, I've said it, wisdom sets you free. Wisdom does not just tell you that. Wisdom does not just give you the rema. It tells you how to do it. It tells you how to do it. It doesn't just leave you. It empowers you. The wisdom of God empowers you. It gives you insight. That is why to the simple man, to the simple person, it is insight. You receive it. You will see what some people are not seeing. I am preaching here. I, and you guys are hearing my voice. But the truth is, as God is interpreting to each and every one of you, is different expressions of God's wisdom in your life. And there is also another one that I want to say. Wisdom produces wealth. Hallelujah. I'm going to, yes, wisdom produces wealth. Look at it. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. How do I know that wisdom produces wealth? Look at what happened. Solomon, right? We know the story of Solomon. God, he asked for wisdom so that he can know how to lead his, um, what's it called? So that he can know how to lead his, lead his people. But you know what God said? He said, apart from this, I am going to add this and this and this to you. God, that was why Solomon was one of the richest men that ever lived on that. And finally, wisdom gives you direction. It controls your speech. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information, please visit www.vchurch316.org God bless you.